0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome back to chapter four of the Next Chapter Podcast. Uh, It's Blaine.
1: And it's Sue.
0: And we're really excited to have you guys back. Uh, If you're new to the Next Chapter Podcast for some reason, I would have no idea why you'd be new at this point. I have no idea. Right? Come on. Everyone should be listening. This is chapter four. You got to start back at chapter one. You can't skip through the book uh, to get to this point. So, but if you are new here or if you um, are a reoccurring listener uh we like to cover new releases here on the next Mm -hmm. chapter some building updates programming and events we get to do a fun trivia game i know that's your favorite part of every (laughs) single podcast (laughs) episode
1: everyone out there is thinking does this woman know nothing not, right. No, not really.
0: <laughs> well, we're doing something a little bit different today. Sue's going to be talking about some cookbooks, and I think mm-hmm. it's, you guys are really going to enjoy that. That's a different dynamic to what we usually talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but occasionally we have a special guest as well. Um, we don't have one today, so you just get to hear me and Sue blab the entire time. That's right. Yeah. So, um, Sue, again, we're going to talk about some cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, new releases that are mm-hmm. coming to our uptown library people will be able to pick them up in person or they can place a hold online through mm-hmm. the mln app um, or again just come to uptown and see what you got so you've got four books for us today some of them i have reviews for um guys i like to do that just give you a review and if it's something you think you're interested in that's a little bit more challenging with cookbooks because mm-hmm. they're recipes so it's like if you do like it you right you cook it if you don't like it you bring the book back um But these cookbooks are super different. You've got four completely different type of books. So Mm -hmm. let's hear about it.
1: Okay. So the first, first of all, this time of year is a big time of year for new cookbooks to come out because people like to give them as gifts for the holidays. And people also like to entertain for the holidays. So they're always looking for something new. So um, lots of new cookbooks. And a lot of people don't like to purchase cookbooks because they are expensive, so the library is a great place to come and get some great ideas. So the first one I'm going to talk about is just a tiny little book. This would actually make a really great little um, gift, hostess gift, host gift. Um,
0: That's right. The holidays are coming up at this yes. point. So anything that we're talking about today or Sue's talking about is a great idea for mm-hmm. a book. And, and a great way to do that is check it out at the library, see if yeah. you like it, see if it's something um, a family member or friend would like, and then mm-hmm. you can make a purchase. Exactly.
1: So the first one is called Cheese Illustrated, and it's by Rory Stamp, and the illustrations are by Holly Exley. And this is a great little book um, about all these different cheeses. Um, if you go to the store and you go to a or you go to a cheese shop, sometimes you can be a little overwhelmed by the choices there. Um, once you get beyond mozzarella and <laughs> mozzarella, and you know. Um, Colby Jack you're mm-hmm. kind of lost yeah. um, and this it, book is divided up into countries and the cheeses in the countries and they will tell you uh, what the cheese is paired well with as far as um, wines what you would want to serve these cheeses with um, how um, what the best ages for the cheese where it comes from kind of some of the Uh, specific notes of it, Um, Manchengo, which I've just recently started using, which is delightful. Um, It comes from Spain, and it's uh, a sheep's milk um, cheese, and it says it's shavable, nutty, grassy, and toasted. And uh, it tells you that it goes great with rustic red wines Mm. uh, and almonds and um, potato chips, things like that. So this is a great little... Um, book to have on hand if you're kind of wondering about a cheese and you're not sure what to pair it with, um, Cheese Illustrated is the way to go for you.
0: So out of all the books, again, that you're talking about today, I was able to find a review on this one specifically. Um, so Becky on Goodreads says, um, it's quite fascinating. I learned so much about the history of cheese, and it makes me want to sample them all.
1: Yes, I know I haven't met a cheese I haven't liked. Yeah, I you know
0: I was actually going to say something because I think there is a cheese that I do not like. Um, we were at a friend's um, probably about half a year ago and they had a nice kind of charcuterie board and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was brie cheese oh, on the brie. board. Mm. And OK, correct me if I'm wrong, but brie is like white, right? White. It's
1: kind of it's very soft.
0: Yes. Kind of like spongy type. Yes. Cheese. You don't eat the rind. Maybe they had the, <laughs> the rind. You're supposed on to it. kind
1: of forget about the rind. Yeah, I, yes. I'm not it's sure. Like a, yes,
0: but at that point, I was like, just give me a more basic cheese because it. it I mean, the the board was beautiful, mm-hmm. as charcuterie boards usually are, quite expensive as well, um, and have different unique cheeses on them. But sometimes I am that like, let's just go back to the basic, you mm-hmm. know, like a Colby Jack, Pepper Jack, you know, <laughs> kind of like basic <laughs> Iowa person. You I mean, know?
1: a really fun party to have would be a wine and a cheese yep. party where you have all these selections and you kind of go through with your, with your, um, party guests and you talk about the different kinds of cheeses mm-hmm. and you try them with the different wines. I think that would be a super fun party. <laughs> I would be in the corner just eating all the cheese <laughs> and drinking all the wine.
0: <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, um, like, I
1: don't need to be taught. Just I I know I told to
0: you me. and James last week, but uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. I'm going to talk about Sam, the cooking guy, um, who's mm-hmm. a phenomenal chef. He's got a few restaurants out in San Diego, California. Yep. Um, you can find him on YouTube. Just a phenomenal person. Um, but I had made a dish or a not a dish, um, uh, basically just a bread basket of cheese, um, melted cheese cheese this past week or last week. And it's called Kachapuri. Um, and I believe it stems from the country of Georgia is what's, and Sam has all this information again on his YouTube channel. I I couldn't quote exactly what it is, but, um, yeah, it's basically just like pizza dough and you roll it to have some edges, kind of like a crust would have, Mm -hmm. and just a boatload of like mozzarella and, um, feta, Mm. um, ricotta just all all the like all the cheese kind of like your lasagna cheeses but just in a boat and then you peel that um crust off the edge and dip it it's like um kind of like cheese fondue a little bit and you just can't go wrong with it Mm -hmm. it's I I think Lauren and I both said uh we felt like whales after (laughs) (laughs) we were just kind of laying on that's a lot
1: of cheese and a lot of laying on the sofa (laughs) watching
0: some shits Creek or something Mm -hmm. on Netflix and we felt amazingly awful at the same time. So it was so good and you wanted to keep eating it, but it's like, Oh my gosh. So, and cheese tends to do that to you. So, but anyways, yeah, if you guys want to learn more about cheese, um, that's a great book. Like Sue said, it's a small Mm -hmm. little, like six inch by six inch book. It's, it's the perfect size Mm -hmm. just to kind of tuck away and pull it out. When you need to impress your friends with different board of cheese. So cheese illustrated.
1: Okay. So the next book is called sheet cake. Easy One-Pan Recipes for Every Day and Every Occasion by Abigail Johnson Dodge. And this book has some delicious-looking cakes in it. Uh, and there's everything in here from cheesecakes to um, jelly roll cakes. There's our uh, sauces and filling recipes in here. Um, a lemon cornmeal cake that looks delicious. Mm. Maple walnut cake. A matcha cake, if you like matcha. You see, so you like
0: matcha, right?
1: I, I do, yes. Occasionally. I, I mm-hmm. don't know. Matcha's... It's depends, an acquired taste, for Depends sure. on
0: what it is. You know, mm-hmm. I've had, like, matcha, like, uh, macaroons and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of them are in, like, matcha drinks. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I don't... I can't explain it, but it's, like, sometimes it. Different like rubbery taste is yeah. what matcha is like. But if you get good matcha and, and if there's certain things that go on the cake as well, maybe, it would, maybe it's your style.
1: Yeah. And the interesting thing about this book is that some of the cakes in here are stacked cakes, but you use a sheet pan to make the cake yep. and then you cut and you stack. Yep. So um, great illustrations, great recipes. There's conversion chart in the back uh, to help you with measurements. Uh, this would be a great... Uh, book to look at if you're trying to find something a little different Uh, they have um, a peppermint sour cream cake in here that looks really good Uh, so yes uh, sheet cake I'm trying, to, pan recipes. I'm
0: trying to remember who I was going to look it up real quick. Who's the do you ever watch Nailed It on? Oh, yes. Yeah. Who's
1: that host? Do you remember? <laughs> I can't remember. She's a comedian, but she's very funny.
0: There's she also hosts like Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. But I don't know. I can't. Lauren just said her name last night. And I can't remember who it is. But it, you guys know who I'm talking about. If you watch those two mm-hmm. shows, she is hilarious. And I wish I had the soundbite. Nailed it.
1: Because that's exactly, <laughs> you talk about
0: getting your friends together and having yeah. like a little, when you were talking about sheet pans and, and stacking, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that show is notorious for their chefs not well, knowing how to stack. They cakes. ask
1: people to do impossible things <laughs> that they have no experience doing. Well, they also
0: bring in people who are not qualified to be no. in a kitchen whatsoever. Yes. So anyways, yes. Um, sheet cake. Yeah, that looks, I, I love the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool and it, it looks delicious.
1: Yeah. Okay, so the next one is called Fermenting by Wardy Harmon, and this is from the Self-Sufficient Kitchen. And this is a paperback, and there is everything in here from how to make chutney, um, how to make um, hummus, alcoholic beverages. They have a Scottish ale in here that has heather flowers in it.
0: Heather flowers. What is uh, that?
1: um, Heather is a flower. (laughs) Ooh, they have a chocolate and lavender ale. Uh, I'm all about that. That looks really
0: As long as it's not too sweet.
1: No. Um, They have sodas in here, Um, hot sauces, nut butters, um, ketchup. I mean, everything you could possibly, relishes, everything you could possibly think of. Yogurts, uh, plus recipes for using those um, ingredients. Also meats and fishes. They have a glossary in the back. Um, and resources in the back. So this is, a lot of people are starting to make their own yogurt, make their own cheese at home, and um, kimchi, pickles, all those kinds of things. So this is kind of a little bit of everything in one book. So it's called Fermenting, and it's by Wardy Harmon.
0: This was one of the books I couldn't find a review for. Um, But it says, you know, from kombucha to kefir to sourdough and kimchi, this book is your go-to guide for safe fermentation and discovering the science of probiotic foods. I think people get a little nervous with fermentation.
1: Yes. I they're know. to, stuff's going to explode.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um I had never tried kimchi actually until Sue had had it at the library. <laughs> yes. She had brought it in, I think, just for lunch. Yes, maybe. but and I, made, could, I it made was everybody like 10:15, and you're like, yeah, I, I have to get this out of the fridge before it smells everything up. And I was yes. like, what is it? And she's like, it's kimchi. And so I had tried it for the first mm-hmm. time. It's actually very good. It um, is. They have kimchi on some fries at Friday here in mm-hmm. Uptown. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't tried that, I think it's their like barbecue pork fries yeah. or some or. Maybe They're it's kimchi, like, fries, aren't, yeah, aren't they? kimchi fries, aren't they? Yeah, barbecue kimchi fries or something like that. So yeah, if you haven't tried kimchi or any like fermenting.
1: it's fermented cabbage. Yep. It's Korean, and it's it's it can be really really hot. You can make it as hot as you want. So yep. it it comes in different, you know, fiery <laughs> levels. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I've, you can get it pretty much anywhere. Everybody, all the grocery stores have it now. It's in the refrigerated section. Yeah,
0: yeah. So ferment mm-hmm. ferm, fermenting fermenting what it's called fermenting
1: yes people it's it's a big thing now people are really doing a lot of it at home so yeah yeah very nice so my final cookbook is called spectacular spreads it's by megan brown this is 50 amazing food spreads for any occasion so if you've been paying any attention to cooking the cooking world charcuterie boards are huge yes out. Everybody. I I follow um, the Aldi's Aldi's, uh, Facebook page and everybody's doing all of these pictures of all of their boards and uh, they use all Aldi products, of course. And some of these are just amazing. I know a lot of wedding receptions are doing this kind of stuff. Um, But this is, it's not just about charcuterie. It's all about uh, it's kind of themed. Um, they have a kid's birthday party spread. They have um, a Halloween spread. They have a, a cocktail party spread, right. and and um, they, this is all divided up into. They have a build-your-own burrito bowl. Things that you you wouldn't really think of it as a spread, but but they really are. It's not just putting a bunch of stuff on a table and saying have at it, people. It's kind of having a, a theme and a purpose, right? Um, They have a make-your-own-pasta spread in here. They have holiday spreads in here, um, 4th of July, Christmas, um, recipes for everything. Oh, they have a mix-your-own-margarita spread. That sounds
0: marvelous.
1: (laughs) And I'm looking at this picture, and it's amazing. They have all of the ingredients, all of the side ingredients that you would use to make all these different margaritas. There's a smoky red pepper margarita. I have no oh. idea what that could possibly involve. Oh, it involves a jalapeno, uh, mezcal. Um, I, don't see, I don't know uh, red pepper puree. So yeah, avocado we were, margarita. We
0: were just talking about that like thirty minutes ago. Mezcal. That I don't know for I me. Like,
1: I like it. It's different to me. Good stuff. It's, it's right. smoky. They have a hot chocolate bar. Uh, a it's, smoothie bar. It's
0: very unique spreads yes. that this book has, and I think that's why it's gained a lot of interest mm-hmm. as well online and and for people checking it out. It's just it's not your conventional charcuterie spread. It's, yeah. it's it can be breakfast, dinner, lunch yeah. for parties, like you said, different occasions and again, Christmas Eve snacks. Yeah, the photos in the book that we're the looking at are great, are beautiful.
1: So yeah, so this will give you some really great ideas, and there are res- tons of recipes in here. They can there's notes in here on you know you can. You can make cookie doughs way ahead of time and freeze them up to three months in advance. Um, kind of kind of tricks that they've learned. Um, if you're having a party, uh, this is for the holiday cookie exchange. You have have to go have to go containers handy so guests can fill them very easily. Um, yeah, all sorts of great stuff in here. So this is called Spectacular Spreads by Megan Brown.
0: David from Goodreads says Spectacular Spreads by Megan Brown is a feast for your eyes. The book is stunning. Once you get past the gorgeous photos, as we were just talking about, the advice and recipes are just as good. There are ideas and spreads for every day, special occasions, and entertaining galore. Everything is laid out and planned for you, making it so easy to use and create your own spreads. I can't wait to try so many of these. This is a cookbook you definitely need to add to your inventory.
1: And if anything, it'll give you some great ideas on, you know, kind of what to do and how to kind of... How to, how to have your table ready and presented so it looks really attractive. It's a feast for the eyes. Eyes first before you eat the food. So, yeah, a lot of fun in this book. There's some... It's making me hungry. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. We just had lunch and it's yeah. like, here we go again. Nope, things, gone. <laughs> I love seeing the... Um, there's been some stuff on Twitter specifically where people will... Um, find like the photo that you have in a book like this, where it's beautifully mm-hmm. laid out and everything. <laughs> and then it's like their Nailed rendition it. of it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just like abysmal in comparison. Mm-hmm. So don't get down about if your spread doesn't look like the professionally photographed. I'm sure mm-hmm. half the stuff even in that spread isn't even real food. It's just for photograph, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Well, and they spend hours on these. Yes. They're you know, like making set, everything set look Absolutely perfect. Yeah. So.
0: so, but it does give you a little bit of inspiration mm-hmm. to try something new, um, create a spread for a special occasion. Occasion. And again, uh, you see a photo like that and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. I yeah. want to eat.
1: Yep. So yeah, it's making me hungry looking at it. Absolutely. Oh boy. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so four fantastic uh, cookbooks that Sue talked about. Um, again, these are always available. Um, anything we talked about at our Uptown Library, they're mm-hmm. also available through our website. Um, you can search any of these titles and place a hold. Um, or you can head to the MLN app, um, which is for our Metro Library Network. And um, if it's not available here it may be available at a different library but um yeah it's just multiple different areas where you can yeah. place holds and again usually when we talk about these the holds queue up right away so
1: and, and also check hoopla out oh yeah there's tons of stuff on hoopla lots of cookbooks on hoopla download those ebooks you can look at those um, on your devices and that's another great way to check out yep some great cookbooks
0: absolutely so four great cookbooks for you guys going into the holiday season here mm-hmm. we got Halloween happening in a few days and Mm -hmm. we've got Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas. And if you celebrate, you know, it's, it's pretty wild.
1: And even if you're, even if you're, you know, still practicing safe distances and and you're not gathering a lot of people together, even if it's just you and your loved one, you know, your partner, your husband, your wife, and you just want to have a special little, you know, dinner or snack, this is, you know, use this as inspiration. Yep. So,
0: Yep, for all the guys listening, uh, surprise your significant other. That's maybe right. they would really appreciate a board like that. And yeah. it, it, again, it might not turn out like the photo, but it's the thought and the exactly. taste that yes. counts. Yes, yes. So awesome. Four, four great books that Sue talked about here. Makes me hungry even though I just ate. <laughs> me too. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm going to jump into some building updates here. Um, I know we've had some requests from people to be um, maybe a little bit more like... Detailed on what's going on and, and that's challenging from time to time because right. again things change so fast um, but um, our new deputy director is finally back and he's our building project manager as mm-hmm. well and I, I finally got an update from him So I can be a little bit more specific Great. on what's going on. So um, for the month of October here, we'll potentially um, Have some new updates um, in a few days as we get kind of a November timeline project, but for what's going on um, and and has happened here in October the second floor casework install has begun casework is cabinetry for Mm -hmm. lack of better terms the ceiling HVAC and electrical trim out has started to happen Um, they are installing ceiling tile now so it's really coming together because um, you can't put ceiling tile in you can't put flooring in or paint or anything Mm -hmm. if you got all that dust coming through so that means at least on the second floor all of that sheetrock taping mudding Mm -hmm. that's all done Um, and I had uh, an opportunity to go in. We're st- we've are we started to do the Guess That Space um, on social media, which is on our Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an opportunity for you guys to win a Amazon Fire uh, HD 10 tablet. It's like a hundred bucks. And we're going to give that away to a lucky winner who's guessing the spaces. So if you're listening to the podcast, I've told mm-hmm. you before we do a virtual tour, I've done one and I'm going to be doing a new one here that's updated. So you guys get a better look at kind of what's happened from the last time I filmed that is where you find all the answers to mm-hmm. guess that space. So if you guys watch the video on YouTube and then you go to our Facebook and we do that once a week, it's kind of like our 12 weeks before Christmas um, or for the holidays, we're, we're doing that. So um, anyways, that's a really good look into what's going on. And it's also a fun opportunity to win a prize right before the holidays um, are coming up here in December. So um, but again, they're doing the ceiling tile and they're also going to start putting in flooring on the second floor. Um, so wow. it, yeah, it's, I, I didn't see flooring when I walked in the other day that it, it could just be sitting in mm-hmm. boxes. Um, but, um, again, all that casework is being installed mm-hmm. right now. And our circulation desk on the second floor was basically oh my gosh. in. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. See,
1: I haven't seen any of that. So
0: yeah. Yep. Um, the second level flooring install, um, that's what I was just talking yes. about. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Ceramic flooring. the restrooms that's what's going in okay and we're not doing ceramic throughout the entire second floor that we might be a little over budget yeah um but the second flooring install that's what's taking place as well as well as the second floor fireplace Mm. um again i'll give you a little hint here to the podcast listeners but i posted a guest that space uh for our Third week now i believe Mm -hmm. and that was the that's the picture i posted was the second floor um, fireplace so i basically just gave you the answer now all you got to do is go to facebook and put a comment in there and i'll enter you into the giveaway (laughs) they have completed um the site paving all the paving on the outside so that's parking lot and everything parking lot Yep, they've got all their vehicles in there using that already um so that's great. They're doing the installation of brick sidewalks and pavers, um, and pretty soon here, I think it was planned in October, but it's it's going to be pushed to November. Here is the topsoil and landscaping. They're going to start that. Oh, I know in a conversation I had with Bush Construction, they're really pushing to get that done before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, it's Iowa, and we are, have already started to get some frosts. So yes. um, I know they said if it doesn't happen, it's obviously going to get pushed mm-hmm. to the spring. Which doesn't really delay an opening, right? Um, but it just delays kind of the beautification of yeah. the outside and everything. It might just look kind of very concrete and, mm-hmm. yeah, just very structure. Raw. Yeah, very raw. So, I'm really hoping that they can get that in. Um, and for for all of you that don't know, there's we're gonna have a tree now that will be planted um, in memory of one of our library staff who passed away recently, Kelly Peterson. Um, so that's something really special mm-hmm. to honor her. Yep. her family, and the continued legacy here at the Marion Public Library. So yep. um, if you guys are wondering, um, there's more information on our Facebook. Um, we did a um, kind of a memorial post today yep. um, for, or sorry, I say today. This would have been a few weeks ago now mm-hmm. for for Kelly um, and everything that happened there. So we wish the best to her family, and we, we miss her deeply. Yes. If you guys have any other questions regarding building updates, um, always feel free to send us an email. Um, our general email is info at maryonpubliclibrary.org. Um, or you can send us a Facebook message. We have a live chat on our website Mm -hmm. where people are always responding to that. So, um, if you guys have specific questions, we are happy to answer them or just come into uptown or our tech station or wherever. And, um, we'd be happy to assist and let you guys know more of what's going on. Yeah. Again, I think the podcast is about the best platform to hear everything that's going on. So if you're listening, you're in the right spot. That's right.
1: You are in the know.
0: Yeah. So programming, um, we've had a little shift in what's going on. Again, I just mentioned the weather, and um, it is very challenging when you have outdoor events with children three and under, (laughs) and it's frosty outside. Frosty the snowman (laughs) is waving at Lau Park like, hello. And all the programmers are like, nope. We're not doing that. So of course,
1: this is all because we are kind of in a couple of different areas because of the old building. We're not there anymore. So our programmers have really they've done a top notch job of trying to do some workarounds. And while the weather was great, they had outdoor programs and they were really well attended. Everybody was so excited. But now the weather's kind of turning and it's kind of uncertain. So had to make some changes.
0: Well, and I think the challenging part is a few people may just be asking to themselves like, well, why don't you just move it inside? Um, and as much as they'd <laughs> love to do that, we are keeping social distancing. Right. Um, you're keeping all Still that. have COVID issues. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of youth that are not vaccinated just because they don't have access to it or it's well, not. They're cleared. not old enough. Oh, not old enough, not cleared for it. So yep. there's a lot of implications that um, fall under that. And so obviously we're taking the most precaution when it comes to those types of things. Yes. Um, but um, as much as... Um, They've had these events going on. Baby time has now ended. Preschool story time. All those kind of regular events that we would talk about at Lao on like Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Music and movement. That is all kind of ceased at the moment. And I'm sure we'll start up new again Mm -hmm. um, if COVID kind of clears at some point or we feel comfortable having Mm -hmm. in-person programming. But for the regular programming, that's still is occurring, the Jerry Fit and Tai Chi, which is geared towards older adults. Um, mm-hmm. Those are Mondays at 9.30 out at Lau Park. Um, there's also an adult writing group on November 1st from 6.30 to 7.30 at the Marion Hy-Vee. Um, and if you contact programmer Renee Greenlee, uh, she will have more information on that.
1: And I think that meets in the hy V Cafe. Cafe, yep. And no pressure. It's just people getting together who want to talk about writing or doing a little bit of writing. So yep. yeah, it's very casual. Very much so.
0: Mm-hmm. The teen back to kindergarten party is November 9th at Lau Park from 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Um, advanced registration is encouraged. There's another Swap It event that's coming up. I believe it's their final one, um, at least of the fall, winterish. ish mm-hmm. um, as, as far as I know. At that event is coming up on November 15th at the MPL Tech Station. And November's theme is vegetable, fruit, herb, and flower seeds. So oh, if you've got those cool. kind of seeds, then you can swap those around with other patrons and friends. And then there's always a book sale that's going on the first mm-hmm. um, and third Saturday of each month at our old library, the 6th Avenue location, which is 1095 6th Ave. Uh, so go help support the Friends of the Marion Public Library. Um, they really appreciate it. You can find all these events um Upcoming events on our website at marionpubliclibrary.org. They are listed on our Facebook page, literally every single one. um, And that's always updated on a weekly basis. So if you guys are just wondering what you want to do with your little ones or something for the weekend, usually we always have a program or event that's happening. So that kind of covers that. Did you want to talk about book clubs at all? Mm,
1: No, they're just going on. Okay.
0: (laughs) Book clubs are going on. We have a in-person um, book club. Yeah. Uh, the um, previous one that just happened, it's another round book group mm-hmm. that was in person and uptown. And now it's actually going to be moving to, I believe, Lao Park, is yeah, where that so. one will be. Yep. And they're going to start doing indoors just mm-hmm. again because of weather. Um, and that's again geared towards adults with cocktails, mocktails, um, right. and everything you've heard in the past. And then we also have a virtual book club with a book that started here in October, um, yep. but it's three months and you guys can join at any point. Anytime, yeah. Virtual. Um, no commitment, so super easy. We have a lot more information on that. Mm-hmm. And um, there's
1: there's also um, Hoopla has a couple of virtual book clubs, yep. which are great. Um, and they're going all the time. They have one that's graphic novel book club, mm-hmm. and then they have one that's um, an adult book club. And I can't remember what the book is. I think it's nonfiction. But if you if you go to Hoopla and uh, look up book club, you'll find more information on those too. So. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Those are our updates for the building, the new releases, programming events. Again, you can find all of this stuff on our website at maryandpubliclibrary.org. Mm-hmm. The kids in the car, the people at home, they're all ready for it.
1: No. I'm feeling the pressure.
0: <laughs> so today's theme is geared towards cooking. Okay. Um, earlier today, I was drilling Sue a little <sighs> bit on some cooking questions and she was doing great. She was getting like all of them, right? It was like the most expensive spice by weight. And she's like, Oh, saffron. <laughs> yeah. Because we all knew that. Sue. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I did. I promise. <laughs> I there's six questions. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> um, there's six questions here today. Usually I ask a question and there's context behind it. Um, But today, it's kind of just like a rapid fire. This might be pretty quick. Oh, no. Okay. There's two sounds that you're going to hear, okay? Mm -hmm. One, Mm -hmm. is if Sue gets it right, Mm -hmm. and two,
1: if she gets it wrong. Which, if you've listened to the last three podcasts, you hear a lot of the wah, wah, wah. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I'm not so great at the quizzes.
0: Well, everybody, let's just give Sue a round of applause for being here today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. And... Hopefully she can get six out of six today. Well, that'd be great. We'll see, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This, I I know. I feel mm. like you're just gonna be six out of six because I think I went too easy. I've been scrutinized lately for going way too hard on the questions. So
1: this has not been me complaining.
0: Correct. <laughs> True statement. Okay. Question one: mm-hmm. Which famous soft drink was invented in 1892? Coca Cola. Easy. Easy. Everybody's like, I knew that. Duh. <laughs> Some kid out there. Sprite. <laughs> Coca Cola branded. <laughs> Close. <laughs> what two words were combined to make the word spam? Oh, no. No. This is like, again, I always make fun of Sue for this whole, like, oh, you've never been to Hawaii thing. Spam is huge. Out I know. In Hawaii. I know it's huge, huge. in Hawaii. What um, two words were combined? Well, I would
1: say ham would be. One of them. Okay. Um.
0: Split. You got to split the word in half. Spam. Four letter word.
1: Mhm.
0: What does spam taste like?
1: I don't know. I've never. I've never tasted. Oh my gosh. It. Never had spam. I don't know.
0: Well, we gotta, we gotta uh, give her a lot uh,
1: uh, It
0: stands for spiced ham.
1: Oh. Yeah. I never would have guessed spiced.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say spam is spicy no. per se. Um, I don't think
1: anybody says, it's it's a bit <laughs> spicy. Yeah. <laughs> it's burning. <laughs>
0: spiced ham. I didn't know that one. I, I thought it was interesting. Again, I'm, so, I'm- Which
1: is probably different than deviled ham, which you can still yes. buy at grocery stores. Yes.
0: Deviled ham. Mm-hmm. Spiced ham. That's spam. Okay. You got it. Didn't know it. Okay. One of two. We go for at least fifty percent. That's the goal. Yes. Okay. We got our well, technically like sixty. That that'd be passing, right?
1: Not in my book, but that's true. Not in my <laughs> parents' book either. No, <laughs> I'd be like to your room. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Um. I I saw this one and I was like, I if I was asked the question, I don't think I'd know. But then I think of like the commercial and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Great. Okay. What are the names of the Rice Krispies mascots?
1: Oh my gosh! Think I of the co-
0: think of the commercial.
1: Snap, crackle, and pop. Boom. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Snap, crackle, pop. I was thinking of the Keebler elves. I'm like, no, those are not uh-huh. the same <laughs> people, yep. characters, whatever. Yeah.
0: Snap, crackle, and pop. pop. Snap, pop, and lock it. <laughs> Different thing. <Yeah. laughs> not the mascots. That's that's the mascots move. <laughs> um, This one would have stumped me for sure. I think there's a typical answer that people go to because mm-hmm. they hear it, but I would have not known this. Where were French fries invented? You think French, you think France. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you just I said that. I think they
1: were. It's wrong. I'm going to guess Canada.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sue's on the poutine kick lately. Yes. So you're just like, Canada fries, gravy, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes, all the above. Cheese curds. French fries were invented in Belgium. Ah. Uh, yeah. I guess okay. they're known for waffles and fries, right? So is that the funny trivia then? Where waffles not invented in Belgium? They're invented in like Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know either.
1: Cool. I'm not doing so great here.
0: Yeah. What? Uh. You're two of four.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Fifty
0: yeah. percent. You get these next two right, and it's not a bad day. Okay. No pressure. Nobody can tease you. Well, maybe Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Which state is the ice cream capital of the world? Uh. Oh, oh boy.
1: You said these were gonna be
0: hard. I yeah. I I thought you'd maybe know this one.
1: Ice cream capital of the world.
0: Where were you born? Illinois. Okay. No, no. I'm just asking. I I, I, I couldn't remember.
1: I'm gonna say Wisconsin. Cheese. I think that's cheese, isn't it? Cheese capital I of don't
0: the world. No. It's Iowa. <laughs>
1: Really? Yeah. I was not born in Iowa.
0: No, I know. That's why. I was I was about to flame you. Iowa you,
1: is the ice, ice cream, cream capital, capital of the world? world?
0: I, I saw it on this how trivia is that site. But then again, think about how many stinking ice cream places we have here. We've got, I know, okay, Dairy Queen's chain. I get that. But like, mm-hmm. you've got Barkers. You've got Friday. You've got Parlor City. You've got the Freeze. You, like in Marion alone for a city of just over 40,000. Yeah. That's absurd. Like I grew up in small town Boone, central Iowa. Mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. That's it. So yeah. I I would have never thought that like we are ice cream capital no, would, but never. are If when you search ice cream, Apple Maps, Google Maps, whatever, there are a lot of places here. Huh. Okay. A lot of places. Wow. And you know what? I should have known that too because growing up in Boone, we always there were school field trips to Lamar's Iowa. Mm-hmm. And that's huge ice cream I think it's Blue Bunny is the ice cream plant. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. I believe I think so,
0: yeah. is mm-hmm. up there. So, kind of makes sense. Anyways, I, I dipped off this website, searched on Google, because obviously mm-hmm. everything on Google is true. Right. And yeah, it confirmed Iowa is the ice cream capital of the world. Wow. Two of five? Jeez. Right? Yeah. Okay. You can you can split even here. <laughs> um, this one is a specific answer, but I think if you're within a certain I I don't know. This one is tough. I I thought you were going to get the easier ones kind of earlier, but apparently those weren't super easy. So
1: immense faith in me.
0: This one is (laughs) quite interesting, but also sad. I'll just say that. How many cans of soda, pop, whatever you want to call it, does the average American drink every year? Every year? Every year. I mean, you could break it down to like a month basis and then calculate that and times it by 12 if you're good at math. Mm,
1: Well, I said no math problems. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Every year. She's doing math in her head right now. I'm trying to think of what my answer would be without knowing the answer, which I would have never thought it was this much. I'm going
1: to say... Again, if you're close, I'll give it to you. I'm going to say, this is going to sound ridiculous, but 1,800. Oh, my God, you're way off. Divide by three. No way. Yeah, 600 cans a year. That's it? You think that's it? Yeah, because I know people who drink like five cans a day. Oh, that's so bad for you. I know. I don't drink
0: pop. No, no. I know. We rare. Well, I don't know if I've Boy, ever I was seen way you. off. I guess you take a diet or a Coke. Everyone she, she doesn't Every like. Once go, a she doesn't like diet Coke. She likes Coke. That's right. Um, that's what I was going to calculate real quick. So if it's six hundred and divided by twelve. 50 cans a month. I guess that sounds pretty reasonable. Just so that's
1: a little over two cans a day. No, but I know not
0: over. You're just under two cans a day because uh, you got 30 yeah, 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 oh, yeah. about 30. Yeah. But, so
1: I mean, I know people who drink a lot more than that in a day.
0: Yeah. I see if I did soda like that again, I drank soda a lot in high school mm-hmm. and I guess not, not too much though. Cause my parents never really supplied it in the house. Mm-hmm. It was just like I don't know. I, I maybe college a little bit, having yeah, kind of the convenience did, of not drink the soda machine. But pop
1: was a special occasion thing when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, I, I I, just break out too much if I have soda like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I look like a teenager again. I don't know. I already look like a teenager, <laughs> but oh my God, you had all the acne I back don't to my like face. The, with
1: it's, it, it's too sweet for me any, Well, and anymore. I think
0: the really awesome thing is we've had bubbly come into the mix mm-hmm. and, and LaCroix has always been there, right? Mm-hmm. But, and you got Perrier and all these sparkling waters. Yes. And I know that's a very unique taste. There's mm-hmm. a certain crowd that doesn't like it and a certain mm-hmm. crowd that does, but obviously I, we've been on a bubbly kick at yes. the library because- mm-hmm. It's nice. I think everybody enjoys that carbonation. Yes. Um, and you, I always
1: liked the fizz, but I didn't like the sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And there's certain sodas that are less sweet. You know, you could get like a Fresca yep. or you have some other sodas out there. That's kind of why I like Diet Coke more than Coke, because it doesn't have the like uh, tangy sweetness, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's probably not the right way to describe it, but it seems a little less sugary. Um, again, everybody's got their opinion about sodas and pops and this and that, but. um,
1: So just so y'all know, I got the saffron question, right?
0: Yeah, she did. (laughs) I,
1: I was answering all of his questions earlier. So then he made them harder for me. I should have got them wrong to begin with. Honestly, the
0: questions I was asking you, I was like, these are tough. And then she was just spitballing them out. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, I guess these were easy for her. So then I thought these were the easy ones. Well,
1: I know some cooking stuff.
0: I guess I keep asking you geographical questions and yeah, it's not stop, going too well. Uh, stop. Yeah. So if you guys have um, ideas for trivia, um, always send them our way. Um, mm-hmm. It's much appreciated. But we try and cater it towards kind of what we're talking about for the day. So yeah. um, the renowned trivia game, we appreciate you playing, Sue. Um, we'll take the 50% per t- for today. Um,
1: <sighs> I didn't even get 50%. I got two out of six. Oh, that's true. Failed um, again.
0: I'm not good at math, but that's not good. No, it's not. (laughs) Your your parents and your report card. Oh boy, you might not want to attend that parent-teacher conference. That's
1: okay. Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. Trivia game's done. Mm -hmm. Um, you wanted to talk a little bit about um books that have turned into TV shows or are Are, turning into TV shows or movies. Yes. So
1: I I um Mm. get a lot of emails about. Uh, what's going on in the book world and, you know, when authors are signed um, with a production company and things like that. And it is absolutely amazing how many books or series are now in production or going to be in production for either a big movie or a limited series. Um, you know, this is all the explosion from Netflix and Hulu and Amazon yep. and HBO. They're all looking for content. And of course, where's the best place to get this content? Books, people, Yep, lots and lots of books. So I just want to, I, I did a little research and, the, the article that I found, um, I went to print it, print it out. It was 98 pages. <laughs> I was like, oh, stop printing. <laughs> the printer's
0: w- like, feed me more way. paper. I
1: mean, that's just how much. I mean, it it's mind-boggling. So I'm just going to go over a couple real quick of stuff that's either coming out or is out um, or is in production. So. Uh, one that is going to be out in November on Amazon prime is the Wheel of time series, which is a science fiction fantasy series by Robert Jordan who um, wrote these books over, I gosh, like a 20 year period. He is he is deceased um, and I think it was Brian Sanderson finished the series for him but um, actually used to work with someone who loved this series and every time a new book came out, which was usually, Every year, year and a half, this person would reread all the other books first to catch up to the next book. And they did this every time. And these were not little books. These are like 500-page books. They're big. So um, Wheel of Time Season 1 is going to be out on Amazon in November. So that's really big news. People have been waiting for that for quite some time. Awesome. Uh, Let's see what else here. There's so many. I mean, it's just, and it's everything you could possibly think of. Um, let's see. So Dune, everybody's heard oh, about that's Dune. right.
0: Yeah, because, you, you know, I didn't know you were going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a TikTok the other day, and it was um, of Hans Zimmer, and he was creating the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And now that you say it, um, on my Spotify playlist mm-hmm. today, my um, release radar, Hans Zimmer, for Dune, that was mm-hmm. on there. Um, so that's, that is, there's a lot of hype built around that.
1: Yes. So there's the movie, and then uh, the movie that's out, and then um, Dune the Sisterhood, um, HBO Max. Mm. And this is um, a straight-to-series order for TV. Um, it's meant to accompany the upcoming film, uh, and that's kind of in production right now. Um, there's a lot of sci-fi fantasy coming out. Ursula Le Guin's, um, Earthsea book series that has been, um, purchased for, um, a TV series, but right now it, it is, does not have a network yet, but they're working on that. Mm. Uh, let's see. let's see. Amazon, um, started, um, I, they, I, I've, I've seen this on, um, Amazon prime. I know what you did last summer. We all remember the movie uh, from years ago. Well, they've kind of refreshed. It's an eight-episode series with um, new young and up-and-coming com- up um, kids on this. Um, but it's a whole bunch of um, scary teen novels that are have come to life again. So hmm. that's going to be on Amazon. Uh, let's see. Uh, Stephen King's 2019 novel, The Institute. That is going to be uh, another um, limited series. They have not decided on the, um, whether it's going to be Hulu, whoever. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, my gosh. There's a lot of sci-fi fantasy. Of course, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, That's going to be on Amazon. That's coming out next year. That's the whole series. Uh, that's going to, they're doing, redoing that again. If you Didn't see the movies, now you're going to be able to watch them again. The Lost Apothecary, which is a book that came out this year by Sarah Penner. I read that book, loved it, historical novel. That is going to be on Fox. They are working on that. Uh, uh, Pachinko. So this was a really, a lot of book clubs are reading this book. And it's going to be on Apple TV. Oh, okay. Uh, God, this, so many platforms. To keep yes. Right. it. And this is, it's told in Korean, Japanese, and English. And it's featuring an international cast. And it is about four generations of a Korean immigrant family. And this Korean family lives in Japan. Oh, okay. And it's a fascinating look at the, um, how um, Koreans in Japan are treated. Um, and uh, it is. It's a huge, it's a really big book. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages. But I read it, and it's f- it's a fantastic book. So Pachinko is going to be on Apple TV. Um, they're not saying when.
0: Hmm. Um, Probably hard to tell with the timeline of mm-hmm. how things have been delayed and everything. But it's like, yeah, between yes. Apple, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Prime Video. I mean, you have so many different platforms oh, where yeah. these um you know books t- that are turning into movies man mm-hmm. netflix has just been killing it lately they have it uh, seems like just show after show after movie after movie keeps mm-hmm. coming out um we just watched the um the guilty um get movie with jake gillenhall in uh, it um yep. the other week very very good um i think a lot of people thought it was related to the call um from like 2012 or 14 mm-hmm. um i think i want to say halle berry i don't know if that's the right actor Anyways, um, yeah, they've just got... There's so much content coming out lately.
1: Here's another one that I think people are really going to love, and they're going to be super excited about it. Um, It's going to be on Netflix. It's The Lincoln Lawyer, which is Michael Conley's book series. Um, Mickey Holler, he's a Los Angeles attorney who takes on cases big and small from the back of his Lincoln Town car. Mm. Uh, This was supposed to be on CBS, but now it is going to be on Netflix. So... um, our patrons love Michael Connolly books. So I think that one's going to be super popular as well. So that's just some of them. I mean, yeah. they're, it's mind boggling how many um, are are out there. And there are quite a few that are actually going now um, on Hulu, Netflix, everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I love seeing all of these books getting the attention they deserve because there's su- there's such good books and not every book is is a good fit for a movie or a TV series right. but i think um, people are really realizing okay there's some good content here and these yeah. <laughs> these writers are super gifted so yeah. and it's not just it's not just adult books it's young adult books um, kids books they're, they're looking at everything now. So just so you know, there's lots and lots um, coming up. So kind of pay attention to that. And, of course, what a lot of publishers do when a, when, um, a TV show is going to become um, – is coming from a book, they will reissue the books with um, – they're called MTI covers, movie tie-in mm-hmm. covers. Gotcha. And so they'll have, like, a different cover on them from the original that's got the cast on it. So people recognize, oh, that's the, that's the show that I'm watching. Oh, I didn't know it was a book. Now I want to read the book. Right. Um, I am of the read-the-book-first
0: I was Class. just going to talk about that because you got people who are like, want to read the book. Yes. And you love the book. And then right. some people watch the movie or the TV show and right. they're like, ah, I was disappointed. Yes. Like they excluded things. And yes. I'm the opposite. See, I always watch the movie first, which some readers are like, oh my God, why? Yes. But I find that when I watch the movie first, if I really enjoy it mm-hmm. and then I go read the book mm-hmm. and I enjoy the book even more because mm-hmm. there's more details that were potentially missed or left yeah. out because it's Hollywood and you have to make mm-hmm. it super interesting. But I find that to be, for myself, more interesting that it's like, I enjoyed this, but I also enjoyed the book. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes the contrary of reading the book to then seeing right. the TV show or the movie, you're like, mm, I like the book, but I don't like the show. And
1: I definitely am someone who will read the book first. And I would say probably 80% of the time I don't watch the show. Yeah. If I've read the book, I don't watch the show. Yeah. Because in my I've got it in my head who those people look like, those characters, yeah, that's everything. True. And, you know, a lot of writers who are screenwriters cannot take a book and just put the book exactly like it is into a movie. It just doesn't flow right. It doesn't work right. They do have to make some changes and they do have to, sometimes they do change the endings.
0: Right. But a good producer can take a book, mm -hmm. a good uh, writer can... You know, put a well-crafted book together and then that producer takes it. And right. if it's done the right way, mm-hmm. you know, it's a very, that's where you get your super high ratings on movies yep. And, yep. and on TV shows is mm-hmm. when they just nail it. So yeah, lots of lots of good options there.
1: Yes, it's going to be a great uh, winter for watching yep. TV. <laughs> Holiday season is kicking off strong. All these, that's again, right. Apple TV,
0: mm-hmm. uh, HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Prime, anything you got, they mm-hmm. got a lot of good stuff out yes. there. So... Lots of TV shows and movies to look forward to. Mm-hmm. We've been watching more movies than ever lately. Seems like, but we finally got a got a sofa downstairs, and we can enjoy our basement. And it's like you can cozy up in the cool weather that Iowa's bringing on right now. Yeah. I mean, some of our lows are down into the 30s. You just cuddle up in the basement and turn yes. on a show. Yes, I we've been Love watching this time of the year.
1: Yes, we've been watching um, some of our TV shows that we really like. We haven't really been watching very many movies, but yeah. finished Ted Lasso. Yep. That's right. too, which was brilliant.
0: Yeah. I and know. And you keep talking to me
1: about know, that I one. I keep saying watch Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's
0: on Apple TV for you guys that don't know. Oh, gosh. It's so good. See, Sue's talking Ted Lasso, and I'm trying to get Sue on Squid Games, but she doesn't want to watch uh, it. I don't know. That's another Korean-inspired, um, uh, or not Korean, not inspired. It is. It's a, it's yes, a it's, Korean mm-hmm. show. It's the childhood. It's... Um,
1: Childhood games gone really wrong. <laughs> well,
0: there's such good life lessons in it though. And it just, you know, it's, it's very, very well written. Um, and if you know the backstory behind it, it's, the um, the writer's phenomenal and he's very successful at the, at the moment. And I think he mm-hmm. will be for quite a while. So it's, yeah. uh, lots of good stuff out there. Lots of lots of good options. So yeah. I want to swing back a little bit to your cooking books that you were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, I had been talking probably about two or three weeks ago um, to Sue. I don't know, maybe just about making something. I don't remember what it was. No. Um, but I was talking about Sam the Cooking Guy. Mm-hmm. Sam is someone I don't. I don't know where he grew up. I. I want to say California. I don't know the full um, biography about this guy, but uh, he started a YouTube channel. Um, and he. Well, I think first he was. Wasn't HBO? Maybe it was HBO. I don't know. No. He, I- He had some TV show or or he was offered kind of a gig to Mm -hmm. cook for um, TV and Mm -hmm. he did. And that really kickstarted his career. When I've watched his YouTube videos and he kind of does a uh, a lap back in memory Mm -hmm. lane, he talks a lot about how he started there and got basically lucky. He didn't go to culinary school. He didn't do anything the way normal uh, chefs kind of go their way to, Mm -hmm. to get to the top. Gordon Ramsay
1: style and everything,
0: you right. know? And so, um,
1: just a guy cooking in his kitchen.
0: Right. And he is relatable. He's a dad. He's mm-hmm. got kids. Uh, he's got a wife and they're just funny people. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes not, um, child appropriate, but just a very funny guy. And I just wanted to talk about him a little bit because I get all of my inspiration for cooking through Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, my wife and I, we create a weekly list of what we're going to cook for the week, which really helps keep us on track, keep us on budget. It's not just like, well, what do we eat and tonight, mm-hmm. you know, and there's nights where we look at our schedule and we're like,
1: mm, no,
0: we not don't feeling want that. It. We don't want that tonight. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we shift or sometimes it's you go out to eat to support mm-hmm. local businesses or, or whatever. But most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time we're following our list to a T and again, go to the grocery store and you got your whole list going mm-hmm. there and Sam tells you everything you need. But, uh, so I was talking about that Kachapuri earlier yeah. and, uh, kind of the yeah. cheese fondue mm-hmm. and man, that was, that was from Sam. And mm-hmm. I would have never known something completely on the other side of the world that these people used to make growing up. Mm-hmm. I just made it in my kitchen. Uh, Lauren's yeah. been really fortunate to try a lot of European, Indian, Asian inspired foods. Cause mm-hmm. her mom has been fortunate to travel mm-hmm. all around the world. My parents, travel a lot just locally you mm-hmm. know to all these different states in the United States and unfortunately you just don't get a huge range of um, dynamic food yeah you can go right. to the south you can go to the to the coast states but it's like you don't get to try really really unique things mm-hmm. tikka masala which to some people is like that's not unique but it is to, to me some people it is yeah you know there's a I guarantee there's a hand people handful of people mm-hmm. listening that are like oh I've never had tikka masala mm-hmm. it's it's something different it's it's an acquired taste for some as well but It's good alternative to just basic chicken, but Sam's got really great options. He uploads, I would say every like two to three days, potentially sometimes daily. Um, but he's got his son and his son's friend chase that help edit the videos and Mm -hmm. professionalize it. They got an intern that helps out and occasionally they're yapping at the, uh, people working on their neighbor's yard behind because there's (laughs) a a weed trimmer going and hedge trimmer and all this other stuff. And they're like, you know what, we're trying to make a video, but he's got an incredible arsenal of tools at his convenience. Um, He's got a restaurant called Not Not Tacos. Um, He's got a burger joint. He's got all this stuff. And again, just for a dad type personality, Mm -hmm. somebody who can bring humor into the kitchen Again, we talked about all these books earlier in the episode, but um, if you just want to watch somebody do it, you know, it's, it's you can read a recipe, and I've mm-hmm. done that before too. And Colin, <laughs> I'm putting Lauren under the bus here a little bit because I'm trying to remember what she made. Oh, it was the calzones. Yes, she made calzones the other night. She's gonna hit me when she hears this, but uh, she tried to make calzones and followed the recipe to a T, just like you mm-hmm. would. You'd open a cookbook, you'd follow the recipe to a T. And man, she opened that oven and the fire alarms were going (laughs) off and it was just black. And she was really disappointed because she's like, Blaine, I followed this to a T. Mm -hmm. Like, what did I do wrong? So I looked at the recipe and I'm like, did you, like, was it too hot? Like, what's going on? Well, it was supposed to be like 400 and... 50 or 475 mm-hmm. degrees. I'm like, that's way too hot. Yeah. It's like, I know you're supposed to cook pizza and like mm-hmm. it's hot, fast, ready. Mm-hmm. Pizza, pizza. Right. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what's that restaurant called? Caesars. Caesars. <laughs> yeah. Little Caesars. Um, well, it was not little Caesars. It was a little burnt that night. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, if you need to watch somebody make it mm-hmm. while just, it's, it's great to just sit down at night, watch him cook stuff, give you inspiration. Half the time when we're creating our list for groceries, I'll just scroll through his YouTube channel mm-hmm. See what he's got. Um, One of our favorite recipes has been his butter garlic chicken. Mm. Really, really easy to put together. Um, And I bought my first bottle of Japanese mayo in downtown Cedar Rapids because Sam was like, you have to have Japanese Mm -hmm. mayo over normal like Hellman's or anything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. They use more. They don't use any of the um, egg white. They just use the yolk. yolk. And so it's a little bit richer Richer. taste. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, I love it. And everything that I use. So,
1: and the funny thing about this, when he was talking about Sam the cooking guy, I'm like, Sam the cooking guy. Yeah, I remember watching his videos like years ago, watching his stuff, uh, and loving his. Uh, he was, he was. I cannot remember what what he was on the TV. I wish I knew. And it wasn't. I think I I almost want to think it was PBS. Right. It could it could have been could have been, um, but it was years ago, years and years ago. And I remember watching him and thinking, "Man, this guy makes some good, easy food." And then I totally forgot about him until Blaine's like, "Yeah, Sam, the cooking guy." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, he's yeah. still cooking. He's still producing cookbooks. So he does have cookbooks. Yep. Yeah. And we do have one of his cookbooks available at the library. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I know. I talk about this stuff, and Sue's was like, "I'll get the book." <laughs> and then like a week later, I'm like, oh my gosh, you got the book, yeah. which is great. But yeah. yeah, Lauren and I, we watch a lot of YouTube um, for cooking purposes. Uh, Jenna Marbles, if anybody knows who that is, she her fiance now, uh, Julian, he's got a great YouTube channel. There's so many good YouTubers out there that mm-hmm. create just very, uh, Sam's not one to like invent the wheel for right. new things. He'll take a lot of current recipes and then redo them so they taste better. Yeah, um, And there's there was one we tried to do. It was like little tacos that were supposed to be fried in oil and it did not work at all, at (laughs) all. And like the prep work was like an hour and a half. And then when they went to go in the fryer, they opened up and all the meat fell out. And oh, it was, and then the sauce that you're supposed to dip them in was kind of like an avocado-y, like jalapeno kind Mm. of lime dip. And Lauren hated it. And it's like, yeah, that was not worth it. So we've definitely had some mm-hmm. where it hasn't worked in our benefit. And we're like, yeah, we're never doing that again. But we've also had just like the simple one of kachapuri. Guys, that took yeah. me like 10 minutes to put together. You can just buy pizza dough in like a little bag. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't got to be anything fancy. And you just put it, oh my God, throw cheese in there and dip them. You will not be disappointed. So if you take anything away from today's podcast in the cooking section of what we've talked about, try the kachapuri. <laughs>
1: And also try a Pioneer Woman Olive Bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, if, if Sue has anything to
0: say about olive bread, it's like, um, you'll feel like a whale. And that's your tagline oh after that. Oh, my gosh.
1: That stuff is so good. Mm. And I, <laughs> I love me some olives yeah. and, oh, everybody I've talked to about this, except for Blaine, they're all like, I don't like olives. I'm like, well, you're missing out on life if you don't yeah. like olives. But, I
0: don't like green olives particularly, uh, but, um, you put this stuff on the bread oh and my yeah, like Sue said, you, that could be your mm. dinner. Um, go buy you some would reg- fresh,
1: you would regret it if you ate all of it for dinner because it's very rich but it is so incredibly good
0: yes it's absolutely worth it so yeah Mm -hmm. pioneer woman sam the cooking guy if you need some alternative to cook books um and you need to see it in person i just want to chat about him real quick because he's a super genuine guy um, means the best and it's just fun to watch Uh, videos are no longer usually than 15 to 20 minutes so Mm -hmm. pretty easy to watch and just get some inspiration in the kitchen so
1: so now i'm hungry thank you yep
0: you're absolutely welcome (laughs) Thank God your shift is almost over and we can go eat some food. That's right. Have some adult beverages. Mm -hmm. I know we were talking about our potential next special guest and yes, they were asking, "Uh, do we get to have cocktails? (laughs) It's like, um, maybe if we do this one at like six o'clock, when we're not working, Uh perhaps. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. So, well, anyways, I hope you guys really enjoyed, um, today's podcast. Uh, (laughs) we always have a lot of fun doing stuff like this and, um, just a great outlet to let you guys know what's going on in our library. Um, so, yeah. With that being said, just thank you guys for listening. Um, I think we're over 100 listeners at this point. which hey, is, that's awesome. We're super ecstatic about that. Mm-hmm. At no point did we think we'd start something like this and have a huge following. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're appreciative for each and every one of you that listen um, biweekly. Uh, we got it now coming out Thursday nights at 11 p.m. So, by Friday. I'm a big Spotify release radar person. So, on Friday morning. You can open up your phone, your computer, tablet, whatever, and you can listen to us.
1: And we're also on Apple.
0: Uh, yep. You can mm-hmm. find us on Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, we've got a landing page. Um, you can go to our website. It'll be on there. There's wow. so many outlets. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. really. So thanks for listening. Yep. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun doing it. As you can tell, we're past an hour and that this is what happens when sue and i just sit down and talk (laughs) just talk yeah we have a special guest and we're like oh 45 minutes done you know but then then we get to sit down and i I, it's just very authentic what we get to talk about talk about um we just really enjoy it and Mm -hmm. as you can tell we we get along we've had a lot of compliments from um people that have been listening just saying you guys jive really well um and that's why it's that's why sue and i do this it's Mm -hmm. just really easy to come in here and kind of just give you guys the updates. And so, and we, we really enjoy doing it. I told her on the way over to city hall here, cause that's where we record and mm-hmm. said, God, I'm just ready for a new building. Cause <laughs> it, it does yeah. get a little tiring. Again, it's only we're
1: hauling equipment all over yep, the place.
0: And it's, it's not like little just microphones, you know, we got mm-hmm. a whole setup here and everything. Yep. So, um, at some point, hopefully we can start recording these as well. I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll happen. And we're talking not audio recording, but also video, video recording. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to fancy that up a little bit, but mm-hmm. maybe once we get into the new library, into our own space, mm-hmm. um, we can start doing that for you guys. So you can have an outlet on YouTube where you can watch yeah. these podcasts as well.
1: And um, you will see that we are not drinking we, drink yes, these. Absolutely. We have water. Uh, yeah,
0: water <laughs> to keep us hydrated. So uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Anything we talked about today, head to our website, marionpubliclibrary.org. Follow us on our social channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, We've started doing that. We've started doing TikTok. Yeah. We've had our channel very for a raw, while.
1: Very, on, very little and very raw right yep. now, but we're we'll get we'll get up there. We'll get to speed.
0: You know, by the time we think about doing a trend, it's gone. So yes. we gotta stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I know we got a lot of people itching for more mm-hmm. library TikToks. So we'll keep yes. you guys updated in that aspect. But mm-hmm. again, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.